You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Black Hollywood Live, The Beat. Featuring the week's roundup and commentary on music news. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live, The Beat. Hey guys, welcome to Black Hollywood Live. It's your boy, DJ Jesse Janity. I am super excited. We have the one and only Caitlin Simone in the building. What up, girl? I'm great. I'm great. Thank you for having me. Thank you for <laughs> making it here in this crazy L.A. rain. It's supposed to, like, never rain in Southern California, right? <laughs> but it's raining. It's supposed to like, rain all week, too. Now, have you noticed that people can't drive in the rain out here? They can't. They shut That's streets every down. Day. That's every day. <laughs> no, I was thinking, you know, I got up this morning and I was like, the, the traffic's going to be terrible coming over here. But then I was like, wait, <laughs> I live in L.A. It's every day. Right. Every so you day. kind of already plan it. But I thank you for coming in. No I'm problem. excited. We have some Twitter uh, topics to talk about today, awesome. some new releases. And uh, you have a new project working on. So yes. I'm really excited to talk about that. But let's start off with Nas. Okay. Nas, uh, you know, a lot of people were saying Nas was gypped at the Grammys and, you know, uh, or excuse me, the word was snubbed. He mm-hmm. doesn't like the word snubbed. Mm-hmm. He said, I like the gra- that the Grammys even nominated me. He said, I know it's the hugest platform for music is the Grammys, but something that huge is never going to always get it right. Mm-hmm. I think that, I mean, for him being as iconic in hip hop to kind of just be like, I mean... I know what it is, mm-hmm. and I accept that. Yeah, I, I mean, I I give him a lot of respect for how he reacted to that because a lot of new artists that just started getting the hype, they would have reacted a lot differently. And um, I don't know, that, that like I said, it just shows a lot of uh, maturity coming from him, and I think that he gained respect from that, and I feel like, I feel like he feels he deserves some something for what he did and i think he knows that whatever he did was great you know mm-hmm. <laughs> but but um he's also at the same time coming back and saying it's it's sometimes it just doesn't work out i'm not gonna get every one right yeah uh so much respect to that uh, you know and then they asked him about the state of rap music and he said as far as the state of rap music <laughs> it's a lot of jingles yeah and that's cool. I see a lot of young black kids making money, and I'm very happy with that. Mm-hmm. Very optimistic, I yeah. gotta say. You know, I, I really love his honesty because he's being so honest, but in the nicest way possible. Exactly. And I, I don't think there's anything wrong with what he said. You know, I mean, um, if that's how I felt, I couldn't have said it better. I think that's a great way to put it out there. Are you a, a big hip hop fan? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to ask you a question as far as this. Um, hip-hop. I mean, when we go back, uh, you know, Black Black History Month, we just did a couple weeks ago, the history of R&B. And one thing we kind of noticed is that R&B, you know, in the 80s kind of worked with hip-hop, and mm-hmm. they would put an R&B artist with a rapper, and, you know, it kind of continued into the 90s, Drew Hill, Foxy Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, where now I feel like, and maybe I'm wrong, I feel like a lot of rappers today are trying to do their own R&B. Do you, do you kind of I look that. at that like, you 100%. know what, boo? Let us handle that. Yeah, you know well, I mean? I mean, I think it's really... 
really cool that music is starting to go backwards. And what I mean is, um, if you listen to a lot of the artists now, they're releasing these songs that sound old school, mm-hmm. Motown. A, there's how many Motown songs have come out in the last year, you right. know, where you, you've heard about people sampling or whatever. It's a lot of that happening. And I think that's awesome because if something's not broken, you shouldn't fix it. Mm-hmm. And if that worked for all of these years, it's fantastic music that was made. We had a little slum a few years ago of music. You know, it kind of went downhill. Do you remember that time? It was where- like, am I in a strip club all the <laughs> yes, time? Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, it's cool. But um, as far as the music goes, I'm very happy about that. As far as hip-hop goes, um, I've noticed a lot of rappers starting to do pop more. Yeah, you know? we I've, well a, a couple of weeks ago we had an artist Abrina in, um, and she claims it's called hip pop. Mm. Should we start a new category called that? Personally, my favorite thing like I like to hear pop music. I like to hear hip hop. I like to own. hear R and B. I like to hear alternative rock. You know, that's I love everything. Personally, hip hop to me it just seems like. I get hyped to hip-hop. You know, I really listen to that stuff. I like the beats in hip-hop. And whenever they start mixing those pop things into it, I just get lost. I'm like, wait a second. It's just not, yeah, it's not what I'm used to. But, I mean, if you can make it work, I guess. Do your thing. (laughs) Um, All right. Moving on, you know, you spoke spoke about this Motown sound coming back. Well, Pharrell Williams, I would probably say, is leading the pack with that. So he just uh, is about to drop his new album called Girl. Mm -hmm. And I'm super excited for it. Uh, Interesting title. Mm -hmm. And he's kind of getting some slack right now. A lot of people, he released the uh, cover for the album. And a lot of people are kind of complaining because he's a black artist. Mm -hmm. And they feel he didn't put any black girls on the front of his album cover. Mm-hmm. And that's a misrepresentation. They went in, Twitter went into him like, you don't love your own community. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. before we get into what he said, what was your kind of, because I know you said you had seen some of the backlash that he yeah. got. What was your thoughts with the looking at the cover and then kind of hearing those tweets? I feel like um, as a successful black man in the industry Pharrell has already done so much for our community Mm. and um, all of his success in a way is giving back to us you know I mean every time he wins an award every time he goes platinum or whatever you know that's doing a lot for every other black person trying to do the same thing it's proving that we we can also do that so um the type of girls on his album, I'm not really concerned about. They're beautiful women. Right. <laughs> They're beautiful women. So he probably just, you know, picked some girls that <laughs> that just showed up. I'm sure any girls would love to be <laughs> on Pharrell's album. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I'm not really concerned with that. I'm I'm proud of his accomplishments. I'm I'm uh, uh, totally in awe of how far he's come, you know, from all the way back in the 90s or yep. whatever, you know, he's still relevant now and still freaking looks the same. <laughs> he's a vampire. Like, he does not age. <laughs> he looks exactly the same to me. I'm 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 almost 100% going to believe he does he has this company called Liquipel. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of it? No. So it's this the company he invested in, and basically what it does is instead of buying phone cases, you can inject your phone with this liquid, and 
they like dip it in it. It in, goes into like the phone, and you can drop your phone. It won't crack. You can drop your phone in water. It's in him. That's what I'm saying. It's in I him. tweeted him if he could when we can start doing human testing because uh-huh. I want it. Yeah. He didn't tweet me back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I think I'm, that too. I am fully convinced that he has this in him. He has because to. Because what? The, I know black don't crack, but. No, he has to be mixed with some Cherokee or something. <laughs> yes. Like, I don't know. I don't know. He's he's aging very well. Very, very well. Um, okay, so he came out with a statement finally. Um, and this is what he had to say. He said, what really disappointed me is that they jumped the gun. Because the one standing closest to me is black. That's what I was going to say. That's what I, I was looking at that. I didn't want to sound stupid. But I'm like, you don't even know. When people are mixed, you know, the the world now is so mixed up. Even with me on my show, for the longest, there was this controversy about me playing um, a mixed couple's daughter. Because they said that um, the first the first season I was on, I just went on vacation before that. I was tan. The makeup was dark on me. I looked darker than I really do. So they, they were like, no, she can't be a mixed, you know, she can't be a mixed couple's daughter. I've met so many mixed girls that are even darker than me or or lighter than me. And the fact is, I am biracial. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> Wait, what, what is your full ethnicity? I'm Portuguese and black. Okay, so But Portuguese are very light-skinned. There's some dark-skinned. My Portuguese family is light-skinned. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I think it is crazy. You never know who is what nowadays. And that's exactly... When I was looking at her, I was like... She has to have she some does. black. Her in and even the girl in the back yeah. could look like Latina or something. Yeah, they could be mixed with anything. Yeah, I, for, I mean, I wasn't mad at the cover. I think it's just people yeah. have too there's, much time on their there's hands. There's pure Africans, like from Africa, that are lighter than me. So right. <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> so he says, you know, I'm disappointed. Actually, that girl in the middle. Is uh, he said she's a black girl from Wisconsin that I used to date over ten years ago. Wow, interesting. Yeah. Um, he said if they bothered to listen to my album because his album is streaming right now. Oh, for free. cool. Uh, if they bothered to listen to my album, they know that my album was an ode to women. Period. Mm-hmm. The one thing I was trying to help and aid in changing is this crazy statistic and standard that you've got got to be white and thin. For you to be beautiful. Mm-hmm. Interesting concept. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think that the album, in, if anything, shows a little bit of diversity. He has a different looking woman, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm fine with it. I'm happy. Right. Like, leave him alone. <laughs> uh, and then actually kind of to go off of what you said, he said, I'm a black man. He said, they just reported that I'm the first black person to go number one on pop radio since Rihanna. Mm-hmm. But then you're going to shoot at me? Of course I'm doing this for us. What are you talking about? My mom is bl- a black woman. That is a huge part of my business. My business is run by another black woman. And I'm married to a black woman. It bothers me because they're missing the point. They saw that and they jumped the gun. Um, and oh, yeah. For real, yeah. is... Married to yes. a black girl. I don't know and his mom that runs half of his company. Yeah. So then uh, he <laughs> goes on to say that his next single will be a song called Marilyn Monroe, which specifically finds him singing that he wants a different type of girl. Now, Pharrell, I think you just might be too smart for people. Yeah, maybe. Because... You're, I don't know if you're being a little sarcastic in some of these, because Marilyn Monroe was... 
I mean, at the end of the day, she was white, but mm-hmm. she was a thicker girl. Yeah. She wasn't yeah. stick thin. Nowhere near what, you know, normal people would think is the ultimate sex symbol, you know? She wouldn't be accepted to No, it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so shout out to you, Pharrell. Keep it going strong, brother. We yeah. love you. Um, some new releases coming out. Speaking of Pharrell's Girl, which will be dropping very shortly, uh, Outcast. They're going to be at Coachella this year. Everyone thought there might be a reunion yes. tour and an album coming out. Well, Big Boy shut everything down because there will not be an album. Mm-hmm. Well, I I was actually really looking forward to that. Um, Andre 3000 is like one of my all-time favorite artists mm-hmm. of all time. Whenever I hear him rap, it's more like poetry to me. Like I really hear a poet up there. You know, things are different. The way he flows mm-hmm. and everything. So... That was, I mean, disappointing, but I'm still, I'm still listening to whatever they have out yeah. already. <laughs> and Big Boy has a, a new album out now, and it's incredible, and he has some great features on there. So at least they're both somewhat trying to keep the yeah spirit alive, even yeah. though we can't have them together. But um, ne- another one is Schoolboy Q's Oxymoron. Mm-hmm. Everybody what do you was think waiting about that? so long for that. How long were people anticipating that? Honestly, there was like the longest time I thought the album was already out because everyone was was talking about it. Whenever it actually dropped, I was like, "Wait a second, that didn't drop already? (laughs) Wait, (laughs) we were waiting a long time for that." Yeah, so he and you know, shout out to Schoolboy Q because he's actually they haven't put the numbers out yet, but uh, supposed to make a pretty big splash on the Billboard charts. Yeah, I I imagine because people were crazy when they found out it actually came out and i'm really happy about this uh because one thing i was really shocked but is that there was not one black artist in the top 10 billboard charts really of all of 2013 really crazy really crazy and you know why? I'm trying to think of all these you think songs. Because you think of like the number two, like the two people, Rihanna, Beyonce. Yeah. Rihanna had released her album in 2012. So oh. And it got all messed up with like the singles and what was being released. Yeah. So it didn't really hit there. And then Beyonce was at the end of yeah. the quarter. Yeah. Right into the year. It was a surprise. Year. Right. Yeah. So I'm loving that this year, obviously Beyonce's on the charts now. Yeah. But I'm loving that this year we get another hip hop act mm-hmm. that is not you know I mean like okay we had Kendrick Lamar that's mm-hmm. great and Kendrick Lamar was like Kendrick Lamar coming you know but I don't want a poster boy yeah you know I yeah. don't want Kendrick Lamar to be the only one exactly now that we can get schoolboy Q in here mm-hmm. who's an amazing artist and you have to listen to his lyrics I'm loving it yeah and I hope we, we I, I'm really hoping for a really strong uh number on the chart yeah i think i mean and like i was saying earlier with pharrell and his success i mean every time an african-american artist in general or in any type of field succeeds Mm -hmm. that kind of makes a window for other people or it kind of gives hope in a way that you know it can happen gets its wings yeah exactly (laughs) so yeah it's always good to see that um and then the third is kid cuddy (laughs) (laughs) Pulled a Beyonce. He randomly dropped an album the other day on Twitter. It's called The Journey to Mother Moon. On Twitter, he did a countdown, and it said, uh, Mystery Launch, boarding at 12 a.m. Everyone's like, what the hell is going on? You know, he's really into that whole space thing, and I was riding real strong for him (laughs) until I saw him at his concert wearing the space outfit, and I was like... 
I love you and I'm going to support everything you do, mm-hmm. but that outfit. <laughs> you wouldn't rock that? When I was seven. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm like, sir, you want people to take you seriously? Yeah. I get it. I get it. It's all you know, a presentation and all that. Mm-hmm. I support Kid Cudi. Mm-hmm. I, I support, I've supported Kid Cudi since the beginning. So then at 12 a.m., he said boarding, and there was a link to iTunes, and he put out this album called The Journey to Mother Moon, and it's awesome. It's really, really a good uh, album. There's some songs on it where he's just showing the type of producer he is and Mm -hmm. just plays with sounds. And that's something that, like, I feel like Pharrell does, Will I Am does. You know, to cross that border and to say, you know what? I'm going to put songs on here with no lyrics on them. Yeah. That's bold to me. And I I love that we're taking steps into new, different types of accepting different types of sounds. Yeah, and that, I mean that really defines an artist. As an artist, you have to do more than just put your voice on something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think you should be totally 100% inside of the creative process. And um music is what we're all in love with, you know? Um we might be a writer and be in love with words, but really the melody and sounds is what gets us, mm-hmm. you know? So it, to make music and to just put it on there and let people know, you know, this is what I'm feeling. This is my sound, basically. Really, not my voice, but my right. sound. I, I think that's awesome. It's yeah. almost like hearing his heartbeat. Yeah, really. Yeah. Um, all right, moving on from that, Goody Mob. I've been repping them in this <laughs> new album all year long, all last year, this year. <laughs> they released a video on Funny or Die. Mm-hmm. Now... I gotta say, very interesting choice to release a video on Funny or Die. Me, yeah, I was very. Confused. I didn't know if it was a real thing or what. Right, <laughs> I saw it. But kind of strategic, yeah. I would say. Um, so they released this video. It's uh, for a song off of their album called Amy, which I'm actually really surprised that they released as a single. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it has that kind of duop kind mm-hmm. of sound to it. But, I mean, people, if you're going to get mad at Pharrell, just get mad at Goody Mob. <laughs> because this is kind of what y'all are really upset about. Let's play a clip of this. I can't even explain it. So, basically, it's... Yeah, here we go. Just watch it. Just a little joke. <laughs> Who are you guys? My name is CeeLo Green, a.k.a. The Soul Machine. You can call me Big Gil. I'm Timo Goody. And I'm Cujo. And together we are... The The Goody Goody Mob! (laughs) Talking puppets? How is this possible? Relax. It's just magic. Hey, Kevin. It looks to me like you and I got a little in common. Oh, yeah? Like what? Like our taste in women. (laughs) Ain't nothing to be ashamed of. Why don't you two take a seat... And let the Goody Mob tell you a little story. Hit it, Big Gip. Now here's a little story that must be told about a little white girl that was born with soul. She was the first of a kind that was scared to speak. She had long red hair, perfume, sweet. It shouldn't be taboo, but it is. Might not be your reality, but it's his. Black, red, white, blue, and all the above. Now tell me what's wrong with conditional love. I remember like it was yesterday when I went over her house to play. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just to watch the time go by. Ah, 
Skitty Mob, Amy. <laughs> wow. So before we watch, I let you watch the full video. Mm-hmm. What was your thoughts when you watched this? You know what? I think it's really cool. It's weird. Yep. But, you know, I mean, like, I grew up watching shows that looked almost exactly like. Like, the yep. way that they shot this was so much like those little kid shows we used to watch. Like, and, uh, what's his name? Uh, Mr. Rogers. Yeah. Or, like, or what's, what was it called? The Comfy Couch with the little... Big Comfy cla- Couch, yes, yep. Yeah, I, that's exactly what I started thinking of. So, I mean, I, I laughed the whole time. I'm pretty sure that was their goal, yeah. to have people laughing. Um, I don't know. It, it, I don't know what I think about it. Though. You know, I'm, here's what I'm going to look at it as because I feel like they chose fun, this video for funnier die specifically because they didn't want it to be as controversial in the sense yeah. of if they release this as a video on MTV, come on. Yeah. Have you ever heard of black Twitter? Oh, no. Oh, so on Twitter, there's a community called Black Twitter where they only talk about African-American topics. Oh, wow. Okay. And they get mad a lot. Really? So I can totally see them being mad at this video yeah. in the sense of you're an African-American and you're presenting that you like white women in our community. Yeah. You know. But in a sense, it's almost like, I mean, knowing CeeLo and their mentality, it's kind of like... If I like a white girl, then I like a white girl. It's not that serious, yeah. you know, in their types of mindset. And so I think Funny of Diary, if you were going to release this type of video, was probably the proper place for you to do it and make yeah. fun of, you know, they're making fun of Pamela Anderson. And, and it's, yeah, I, I mean, I just think with the whole um, race when women, guys liking I mean, it's not they're not saying the most beautiful thing in the world right. is a particular race. They're just saying that I like this girl right here. <laughs> you know, this is one girl that I like right when now. When he was a little boy, he got turned out yeah there we go (laughs) so i mean i I don't know i think women should like whatever race they want men should too amen to that sister (laughs) all right before we uh wrap this second section up we have j cole he released another video one thing that i've really liked about j cole is that he's telling these really in-depth stories with his videos for sure um have you seen the video for she knows yet yeah i've seen pieces of it so we're gonna show a really quick clip right here J. Cole, she knows. She knows. She knows. Hi. J. Cole, she knows. I love the cinematography. Yeah, yeah. The, I mean, even with the video right before this, mm-hmm. I mean, they 
they're just doing something unique, which is always great, you know, and instead of just having the typical car in the background, right. a bunch of women in bikinis. She knows. Yes, yeah, she knows. She, she knows. knows. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, I think that was beautiful. And he has real actors. Actors. Real, like, these people that you've probably seen a hundred times. Yeah, like, all right, Jacob, you got money like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I like that. Yeah, and I think it, I think it's great because I feel like it'll step other artists' game up. And, Hopefully, you know? yeah. Hopefully, be, right. Because I mean, like, be creative with every aspect. You know, make a little mini short film with your video. Go deep. You know, dig inside there so that people can listen to it in the car and be like, "Man, man, man," and then watch it and be like, "Man," you know. That's exactly the visual. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking about deep, I want to talk about your music, Miss oh. Caitlin. <laughs> so you've been on the game. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, you've been on the beat. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. You've been on the game for how many years has it been now? Uh, it's been like four now. Quite a while. Yeah. What is it like kind of seeing yourself grow up on television? Um, You know, it, it goes by a lot faster than you would think. Um, With the fans, I think it goes by... Quicker, I mean, I, I mean, slower because they have to wait, you know. For the episode. Yeah, they have to wait every week, and then also whenever we go off season, then they have to wait the, all those months for it to come back. For me, it's like when we're when y'all don't see it, we're shooting it, so like it's happening, right. you know. And then whenever it's on, like I'm still like I'm always still dealing with the game, so it just seems like one big blur. Like it's been one year <laughs> of just shooting, you know, and and it coming on. Um, I'm so grateful for for this opportunity, um, for, for being a girl coming from Houston, Texas. This was my first real audition in L.A. Um, I flew out here. I was like two hours late. Don't do that. Nobody <laughs> do that. It's not going to work. <laughs> but, um, uh, but I just really kind of put everything out there and went with my gut feeling of I fit this character's description. Let me just go. You know, I'm going to try my best. And it ended up working out. So, And, you know, uh, with music, were you nervous at all? Because a lot of people say when an actor goes to music, it kind of doesn't work as you well as you'd start music yeah. to acting. Were yeah. you kind of nervous that you kind of blew up on the acting tip first? Um, or? Well, with both of the things that I'm doing, I've always said I'm going to use one as a ladder for the other. So I really wasn't like, okay, I want to be successful at this one first because I want this to be, you know, like my main thing. I've always said, okay, you know what? I got a show um, on the game. I'm going to use this and hopefully, you know, launch my other stuff. I do know that a lot of people always say, Whenever actors turn into music, you know, they, they kind of don't take them seriously because mm-hmm. it's almost like, oh, you're just doing that because you can. Right. Um, but I, I just wanted people to know whenever I released my music that that's what I started off doing. That was probably one of the reasons why I got the the show, because when I went into the audition, I was so nervous. I was late. Um, I did my lines. It was good. And then I was like. Can I sing for you? <laughs> I just I don't, I was so nervous. I was like, "Can I sing?" And they're like, "Okay, just do a few bars." You know, that the nice way to say we don't really have time to hear this little girl sing. And um I did it and I guess I was okay at it. Wow. So, yeah, I I mean, I I'm not nervous about it. I'm hoping that one will help the other and I can 
share my story and help others with both of them. Well, you shouldn't be nervous about it because I watched your vlog that you have up on your YouTube page, mm-hmm. right? And, I mean, the vocals that you have, girl, <laughs> like, you can hit some notes. Thank you. Thank you. And the one thing that I really loved about watching this video was hearing you talk about the artistry, where it comes from and mm-hmm. what you're trying to evoke. And we're going to get to a video of yours, which is really artistic. Thank you. Um, but kind of d- dig deeper with that for us. Where do you find, how do you know what kind of music you want to tell, share with your audience? Um, I think growing up with my grandparents has really made a huge influence on whatever I put out there because they were really diverse with the music. I mean, and then between between them, I had I had the uh, the Hawaiian music because my family lives in Hawaii. Um, I had Motown, jazz like Nina Simone, Ella Fitzgerald. Then my dad and my mom. They had the more recent R and B and the hip hop. That's where I got my hip hop from. Then my uncle, who is like incubus and you know like alternative rock and all that stuff i had all of these amazing examples to go from and i really love pieces of all of them so i tried to take you know the best piece and i think with beautiful light you can kind of hear like the alternative vibe in it with also kind of an urban feel Mm -hmm. um and and i think i'm gonna go a little bit more urban with my next single but i i just feel like putting a little bit of what's good about everything in there. That's what I'm trying to do. And um, I really don't want to categorize myself into one thing. You know, I feel like just putting out music, that means a lot to me, no matter where it lies. You know what I mean? showcase who you are. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And hopefully I'm able to tell stories that people are relatable to, you know, like, so they can be like, this is my story too. This is my song. You know, this is my song because I can relate to it. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah. Well, let's take a look at the uh, video so that way people can kind of hear the sound, see the visual to it, and kind of really get into your brain because it's very different. Mm-hmm. I, 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 there's certain beats in it that I was like, oh, yeah. like was the camera jerking like that? <laughs> or, so here's Caitlin Simone, Beautiful Life. Down. 
Beautiful lie. I love that video. Thank you. Where did you come up with the concept for that? Um, I'm, part of it was, you know, in the creative process, sitting down with the producers and the director. And part of it was really, you know, um, finding out what the fans wanted to see. Because I released the single on, it was actually on the game. And um, so many people, they were looking for it. They didn't know who sang it. You know, they were like, oh, I love this song, but I don't know who's singing it. So finally, when they found out, everybody wanted a video. I felt really bad because me... I released this song to the game. Didn't even know we were going to, you know, release it as a single. They were mm-hmm. just like, we want to use it on the show. So I was like, I guess this will be my single, you know? And um, I had no plans for a video, you know? Like, I'm just sitting here, you know, oh, awesome. My, my show, I mean, um, the show is putting my song on there. And now people are like, where's the video? I'm like, <laughs> uh, I'm doing it now. <laughs> here it goes. So um, I asked fans, I was like, what do you think? I've always kind of seen a fairy tale kind of video in my head with the song. But whenever I heard them actually tell me, yeah, I think that's that's what I see. You know, I see different um, magical things happening. So I tried to create it. I tried to create what they wanted to see so that everybody could be happy. I love it. And I, I love exactly like you said, you, you don't fit in a box with this song. Yeah. I mean, it, it's all over the place, but it flows mm-hmm. together and it's unique it's refreshing it's different and it's great for 2014 i thank gotta you. say thank you i um, wanted to do something different <laughs> where do, where do you see yourself now one thing i saw you have uh for your writing sessions you like to have a, a bunch of your friends in in the room with you yeah. and kind of vibe off each other and you mm-hmm. guys kind of just make weird noises with each other yeah it sounds kind of weird how do you, you meet your team um or do you have a specific team, or was it just kind of... I, I, I've worked with the same people now, and um, I'm so blessed to meet these people because it's crazy that I just came to L.A. and just automatically met people I vibe with, automatically met people that believe in me. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, honestly, I came out here, I didn't know anybody. I met um, I met a couple of people. My manager back home in Houston had some connections out here, and... He really, I guess, knows me. I guess that's the answer to everything. He really knows me because he was just like, I think this is a good person. This is a good person for you. This is a good person for you. As soon as we start working together, just it all vibed out. Really? It was just really, really cool. And it's it's awesome when you vibe with those people because you're going to be doing stupid stuff in the studio. You know, like if some music comes on, you just might be like, bah! you know, <laughs> like what? <laughs> but to be comfortable around those people, that's really important. So. So what can we expect from you next as far as like where you want to develop your sound? And you said you're kind of putting, seeing what you want to interact with your fans. You want the fans to kind of mm-hmm. help you grow too as an artist. Where do you see yourself going with that? Um, I honestly like I, right now I've created some music. I have a lot of songs written, you know, just trying to pick right now which ones I want to release. But as far as, you know, helping my fans and making sure that they're still in the process, um, I, I'm always talking to them on Twitter, Instagram. When, whenever somebody comments, I'm always talking to them, always trying to find out what's what's in your head, what's going on. You know, I'm almost like a shrink, you know, <laughs> what's going on so that. I mean, that helps me, too, because I'm not going to be able to live through every situation that you want to hear on the radio or you want to hear on your iPad. Mm -hmm. So if you 
talk to me about whatever's going on. I'm going to try to make a song that you can just relax to and kind of just like melt into and just be in your own space. You know what I mean? I love that melt. Yeah. That's totally yeah. a great definition. So, I, yeah, I just hope to make a lot more music and hopefully even uh, tell different stories on screen that people can just relate to and get away for a little while. Um, as far as moving forward with uh, your fans and kind of putting the package together, what has kind of been your biggest struggle? I guess not much with the fans, but as far as putting this package together and kind of going through the process, because you weren't really like, yeah, you know, you were focused on the game, but everyone loved the single, so it was like, oh it wait, was we, gotta, like kinda... we just gotta, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the the hardest thing is whenever you're working with such talented people and you get a bunch of music done and then it's like picking it's hard to find yeah. which one <laughs> <laughs> it's picking the ones you want people because they're all great you know and it, it'd be cool if I could release all of them but not all of them would be heard the same way mm-hmm. you know what I mean so that and um, growing up as an artist because I started off in this industry pretty young people when you start off young it's hard to grow up if that makes sense. Um, So you have to kind of be safe with everything that you do. And for me, even with my dad, like our thing is always safe is never the answer. Not that you want to go do something totally risque, but take risks. Even with acting, it's all about taking risks. So um, that's the hardest thing. That's the hardest thing, taking a risk and still not throwing people off to where it's like, wait a second, this girl is like supposed to be a (laughs) preteen. And now she's like, 18 so no but that's a great question because you're coming into this you know state of womanhood yeah and a lot of the people are talking about beyonce being too sexy she's a mom now like Mm -hmm. you know her career has always been sexy but why'd she have to take it to this next level miley cyrus like okay we get you on attention but you know Mm -hmm. what are you doing where do you fit in where do you want yourself as far as that world is concerned do you see like you know, sometimes I do feel like being sexy. Sometimes I do feel like being a little yeah. risque. Or is it more like, you know what? Just listen to the voice. Um, the, I just, my, my number one goal, like I said, is to be totally relatable. And I feel like the way that you can become totally successful is being honest mm-hmm. and 100% what you do. And I'm not going to sit here and say that. There's not one girl that's not like I want to be sexy. You know, right. there's not one girl that's like I want to be a good girl. You know, so I mean, of course, yeah, you wanna you wanna show off your feminism. You know, and I feel like that's very important. I feel like that can happen naturally without you twerking. I mean, you don't have to do that. <laughs> you can sit in a full, you know, covered up suit and still be sexy. Right. But um. Yeah. So it seems like you found the balance of. I think so. I think so. I, I feel like even with Beyonce stuff, they they have said that her music is very risque. I'm a huge Beyonce fan from Houston, mm-hmm. Texas, but um, she's married to her husband, and you know, I mean, everything that she's singing about, she's talking about her husband. Right. That's how you make a relationship work, you know. I mean, I, I just feel like that's fine. They have a very healthy relationship, I guess, because they're very happy together. So. How do you stay so humble? <laughs> How do you stay so level-minded in this business? I think it's family. Part of it is family. Part of it is um, people just show their true colors after a while. So it really has to be who you are. Um, Because you you can see a lot of people pretend and act 
and they they come out and they're like, oh, they're the nicest person in the world, and then all of a sudden they just change, and that's not really possible. People do change, but they only change to who they really are. Mm-hmm. So, well, before we wrap up, we do this thing called the six mix. So okay. we're gonna go through six <laughs> songs uh, that were released this week, uh, and I just want to hear what you think of them. The first one, are you a JoJo fan? Oh yeah, love me some JoJo, yes. rep in Boston. <laughs> so she dropped an EP, and uh, one of the songs on it is called Glory. Mm. It's called the EP's called Love Joe. Okay. Um, and it's called Glory. So let's take a listen. starting to come back to that y'all need to do a song together your yeah. voices would be flow really well with that'd each other that'd be fun that'd be really fun yeah i'm i'm glad music's starting to come back a lot of people are still scared to kind of just take everything away and just raw music you know i'm uh, just so glad it's coming back though well wait till you hear this next one candace glover from american idol just released her new album here's could have been me like a Motown vibe to yeah. it too. <laughs> her, her album's really, really good. Yeah. Uh, she just released that one. Music Speaks. Make sure you guys check that out. Next, K. Michelle dropped a mixtape. <laughs> I'm not going to say the name of it, but I guess you can <laughs> see what it's called. Uh, still no Fs given. Um, and this song's called She Can Have You. Hey, Michelle, still no given. Uh, she can have you. I like that haircut on her. Too, yeah, actually. that does look really nice on her. I was looking at that. <laughs> I was like, oh, that looks nice. And I love that she's dropping a mixtape. Yeah. You know, just give back to the fans. Yeah. She just had released an album, but still mm-hmm. do that. Go, girl. Um, next, one of my favorite rappers, Jay Mills, dropped his album called 1990, where he kind of sound, he, you know, he, he's just bringing the 90s back, and you can definitely hear it with this next song called Uptown Anthem. First off, shout out to Uptown And all of the straps hanging on my Uptowns Fake niggas wanna say what's up now Cause they know I'm on it so they wanna dodge the bus now Well I'ma still run your ass over Jerome better style, no pads over Same short chubby nigga that they passed over Now I'm Benny Blanco, last scene, laughs over 
I'ma do it to the death. I'm going for the kill, no BFFs. Got my own text, I don't need a ref. Pussy, I leave bloody period. Jane Mills Uptown That was cool Bringing some Some uh, lyrics back Next Schoolboy Q Fantasy But on your crip legs Dinner for two Huh I know you used to Niggas running game But I ain't playing games Trying to introduce you To my last name Let's get acquainted Let me be your fiend You be my nicotine Huh I'm about to take a hit Shit Damn Start a fan, take you to the crib, show you how I live, need you by my side, you could be my rib. Your friend's messy, baby, I could be your bed, huh? A fool for your love, my pretty angel, came from above, huh? Schoolboy Q Fantasy off his new album Oxymoron. Make sure you guys check that out. And then finally, Eric Bellinger, we've talked about him a lot here at The Beat, uh, released his new album, The Rebirth, uh, with like 26 or 27 songs yeah. on it. Yeah. Uh, this song's called Double Entendre. And I, there were other ones that I really liked, but I had to pick this one because I was like, <laughs> the fact that you made Double Entendre like the chorus and a hook, like, mm-hmm. go ahead, boy, you better do that. <laughs> Gonna be moaning to the moaning if I can get your ass up out this club. I know that's what you came here for, for real. Yeah, nobody's calling, we can call it a night right after we make sweet love. Ain't trying to make you fall in love, for real. Girl, I won't know how you feel inside till you feel me way deep inside. Hey, Eric Bellinger, The Rebirth. Make sure you guys check out that album on iTunes. All those are on iTunes. Except Glory by JoJo and K. Michelle. She can have you. Those are free. So you guys can get those for free. <laughs> well, Caitlin, thank you so much for coming thank in. Thank you. Where can all of your fans keep up with you? Uh, on social media. On Twitter is at Caitlin Simone. Instagram at Caitlin Simone. Or my website, www.CaitlinSimoneWorld.com. And that's where we can check out all your vlogs. Are we going to get more vlogs? Oh, on I'm into YouTube, the vlo- your vlogs. Yeah, on YouTube, I have a Vivo channel now. And that's Caitlin Simone. Um, yeah, but there's going to be more vlogs. I'm going to try to put up a lot more coverage and everything so stay tuned oh good i was gonna ask you about that make sure you guys hit us up at black hollywood live at bhl online also check us out at the beat tv on instagram you guys can tweet me and check me out at dj jesse j till next week same time same place peace from producers maria menounos kevin undergaro phil sweetness Dario Priston, and the entire bhl staff we would like to thank you for tuning in to the black hollywood live network if you have questions or comments, tweet us at BHL Online or email us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. For more exclusive content, visit blackhollywoodlive.com. This has been a presentation of the Black Hollywood Live Network. Hollywood redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.